Welcome back to Conversations with the Covingtons. Oh, yeah. I'm your girl, Carolyn. And it's Mo. We're the Covingtons. Yes, we are. How is everyone doing today? Well, I hope everybody's doing pretty pretty fine. Me I mean, too. So Sometimes the thing I don't like about podcasting is like you can't see people. Yeah, like to, I would like like social media is interactive, mm-hmm. like you you know, or they like live. They can't live interact. But with I you can't. Back, I guess. Yeah, I can't get a response from people, so we're just. Should we consider doing talking. some live streaming or like some maybe you know, video? What stuff? do you guys think? I I actually would love to hear from people. Do people like Instagram lives? Because some people still do them, but I feel like when it first came out, it was a big thing, and not that many people do them anymore. Well, Instagram and Facebook Live, I think. Yeah. Both. Do people are, like that? Some people do. Yeah. 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 I know the local show that I that we that I've been on before, Jerry Miller, he does his stuff. He does a lot of, li- oh, a lot he of live does stuff. Live. Yeah, Facebook Live, so yeah. you can see what's going on. Maybe we'll consider that. But we for right do now, a live Q and A. We'll keep it moving. That's I guess. fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> how are you doing today? Good, yeah. getting some stuff done. Mm-hmm. I have a little interview and a little Ooh, bit that I'm excited for. For who? My hometown newspaper. Oh, that's exciting. It's going to interview me. How, how did that happen? Um, he just reached out to you? Yes. This this lady who works for the newspaper, mm-hmm. I actually know, know of her, sort, sort of know her, just connections. And she wanted to interview me about my business. Well, that's cool. Cool, right? Yeah. So, You're yeah, a little Zoom interview. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm writing my Thanksgiving wine guide, which will be more of the topic of this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fall wines and things like that. Um, yeah, I'm good. Just well, working. Cool. Well, cool, cool. How are you? Doing well. Uh, like I said last week, I had two closing. I have two closings this week. Uh, one is happening today. So me and my seller were out at the property today, actually sweeping and cleaning it so that it was broom swept clean for the new, for the new buyers. That's good. Um, so we did that last minute today and we changed some locks on the property. Uh, and then I had another one that's closing tomorrow that yesterday I had to do like almost a two hour walkthrough with that client. So, mm-hmm. you know, good week, been kind of busy, productive, good things, um, kind of still, uh, not recovering, but just kind of. Getting over our weekend. We had a crazy weekend this weekend, didn't we? We did. It had been a while since we'd gone out like consecutive days mm-hmm. in a row. Like, and I can feel myself getting older. Yeah, we went Saturday, Sunday, all day Sunday pretty much. Cause, like all day because then we did a night party too. And yeah. then by Monday I was literally dead. <laughs> dead. Oh, that was um, fun though. That was, I mean, that was really it fun It was weekend. a fun weekend. Well, and then I worked like all day Saturday too. So I was just like dead tired, but I'm ready for like not, you know, more of like a chill few weeks ahead of staying in. Yeah. And just in case you guys were wondering who we were, we were the uh, Targaryens from yeah, House of the Dragon. Yeah, we were Rhaenyra and Damon, Damon. slash Sea Snake. Yeah, just <laughs> Targaryens blend. in general from yeah. House of the Dragon, which was really fun. And then the next day we were... I was me a in player. my in my heyday. I wore my football jersey. And a referee. And Carolyn wore a sexy little referee uniform. And yeah. she was calling flags on me every minute. Yeah, penalties. How dare you? Penalties, flags, all um, that good stuff. But it was a fun weekend. It yeah. was really fun. Yeah, it was also just good to be out, be social, put myself out there. I will say um, on Saturday night after that party we went to, we left pretty early, like around 11, right? Mm-hmm. But our driver, guys, oh my gosh, our driver was we this- We got a party bus. We got a party bus. Which and was our, not a party bus, but yeah, we got a party bus. We got a bus. bus. <laughs> it was a hop on tour bus. <laughs> and it was about, what, 16 of us on there? I don't know. Yeah. At least, yeah. 
And we were driving back down the mountain and it's dark. And our guide, he could not see. He was old. He couldn't see. And he was not for some reason following his GPS. And we were trying to get him to go the right way, but he would not look at his phone. He was just staring at the road like scared, like so frightened. And I feel like he also might have been like had some kind of you know mental challenges. So I didn't want to yell at him, but I was like, hey, man, your GPS says turn left, turn left. And then he didn't turn. OK, it, it says turn right. And it was turn. scary, too, because we we're driving up a mountain when we were supposed to driving down, driving down the down. mountain. Yeah. Everyone was, you know, hyped, like people were going to go out after. And then it just kind of killed my vibe because I was getting so much anxiety with this guy. I was like getting claustrophobic with all of these people around me in this bus. I was like, I just want to get off. So we got off eventually. No, I mean, yeah, almost two hours later, guys, two hours. And the house we were going to was literally 20 minutes and it took us two hours to get there. Yeah. So, yeah, that killed our night. But other than that, it was a fun weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was super fun. Um, but what yeah, else? Halloween is over. Yeah, it's over it's November. Uh-huh. And Thanksgiving is around the corner. Thanksgiving's around the corner. We're hosting Thanksgiving this year with Mo's family mm-hmm. coming to visit, which will be super fun. Um, we have your and sister coming. My this sister's weekend. coming this weekend. Mm-hmm. I have two wine classes that I'm teaching over for Pippin Hill over the next few weeks. So I've, you know, it's just a busy time of year. It's the best time of the year. I love this. Well, I know you don't because it gets dark early, but I kind of. No, I do. I love the holidays. I love holidays. the family time and the I food. love the holidays. Yeah. I've been doing a lot more like baking and cooking, trying out new recipes. Ooh, the other night oh, I made braised short ribs it was for amazing. the first time with mashed potatoes. And it was a success. But I think. I don't know, like some people were saying to like do it also the day before, let it sit in the mm. fridge and then cook it again the next day. So, so that stuff I'm, gets really Yeah, I season, might yeah. try that next time, but it was a success, it right? Was ama- I, I was having it food was really good. It was really good, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. ate all of it. We it's sat there that, and ate all of it. Yeah, <laughs> we did. It's that time of year where I love recipes like that, like warm, pot roast, chili. It's that time of year where I got to work extra hard in the gym because I eat. A lot. <laughs> and I'm like baking and cooking and baking all of and this comfort this, food. Uh, and I'm like, you need to eat it. And there's no way I'm turning it down. No. no. So, yeah, it's that's that's been fun. You know, I'm all about like the homemaking this this time of year. I think I'm also going to work on some gift guides. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, keep a lookout. I think I'm going to do like different gift guides for this season with sales coming up obviously things for wine lovers things for like hostess gifts i think i'm gonna finish decorating our thanksgiving table maybe share a little bit about that that'll be cool um so yeah i think i'm gonna make that all like one blog post Mm. with wines for thanksgiving but that's what we're gonna talk a little bit about today too so wines for thanksgiving or wines for the holidays um, or fall wines? Mostly think, no, we talked about fall-ish wines, Last like time. unique ones. Yeah. Um, but I think this episode, I'm just going to focus on Thanksgiving specifically. That sounds great. Let's talk about it. Let's have a conversation, honey. Let's get Let's into it. Let's have a yeah. combo. All right. So Thanksgiving. So the most important thing when you are trying to choose wines for Thanksgiving is you know, you have to think of all of the food that you're going to mm-hmm. be serving and what wines are going to go with the food. I mean, Thanksgiving really is all about the amazing comfort food. And the thing about Thanksgiving is there's so many different dishes and types of food on the table. Right. You have potatoes, you have green bean casserole, 
mac and cheese, turkey, turkey stuffing, yeah. cranberry sauce, Brussels sprout <laughs> salad, biscuits, and then you have desserts, all mm. the pies and all of the things. So it's like, okay, what wine is going to go with all of that? Are you a pumpkin pie girl or a sweet potato pie girl? Neither. Okay. Right. I hate both. All right. <laughs> what are you? Why? Because I'm, I grew I'm up, white, so no, I'm a pumpkin pie girl. I grew up sweet potato pie. Well, didn't 100%. you say something about that the other day? What? Like if you're white, you eat pumpkin pie? I, I think this is true. I, I'm not saying only, but I, I'm saying growing but up, you like my household, we cook sweet potato pies. My, yeah. my friends who are white, their household had pumpkin pies. It's That's I mean, something it's, I noticed. It's yeah. so true. Yeah. Like I've <laughs> never had a sweet potato pie before. I think- mm. Did your family bring it they last did. year yeah. or two years ago? Two maybe? years ago. Yeah. Um, last year. Yeah. yeah, no, that wasn't a thing for us. It was yeah. definitely pumpkin pie, but I don't like pumpkin pie. Okay. I like I like apple pie. Well, do you have wines to pair with pies? Okay. I know you're, know well, you're going to get into we'll, it. Yeah, we'll yeah, do yeah. dessert last. Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah. Anyways, oh my God, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> so let's start at the beginning, right? The beginning of the day, you know, maybe mimosas, watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I'm just going to say this. You cannot go wrong with just some nice champagne. It doesn't Ooh. even need to be nice. It can just be, I would recommend, you know, a traditional method, sparkling wine, something that has more complexity and body to it than just like a Prosecco, unless you're doing mimosas, that's fine too. But I love to start my day with champagne on Thanksgiving mm. or a Cremant or, you know, this year we have a lot of Cap Classique. Maybe we'll do something like that um, because sparkling wine is so festive. It gets you in the mood. You can kind of sip on it while you're cooking and it's a palate cleanser. So it's a great thing to start your guests off with. Um, it really kind of resets, neutralizes your palate a little bit, gets you ready for the meal ahead. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, everyone has their own preferences with wine as well. But the nice thing about champagne or sparkling wine is that it acts as a palate cleanser throughout the meal as well. So, you know, it really does kind of pair with everything. Turkey's not super heavy and it really is going to go with pretty much everything on your Thanksgiving table, which mm. is super nice. Okay. Um, so when in doubt, bring some bubbles, break out the bubbles. I know one year for your, we were at your mom's house down in Spartanburg mm -hmm. and we hosted, you, know, you guys oh, I hosted. I did a wine tasting. And you did a wine tasting and you started, I remember you starting with uh, champagne. Yes. Yeah. And Sparkling. everyone, yeah. and I think what surprised some people is you know, sometimes you don't always want to splurge on champagne because the price tag can be a lot. Mm -hmm. But I think what everyone realized was when I was pouring the champagne is how worth it it was because it really was like that much better than a Prosecco or, you know, something right. of maybe lesser quality. But also Prosecco is just totally made in a different way. Right. So yeah. not totally comparable. But that would be my number one recommendation. So Prosecco we'll is not doing that. champagne, guys. They're different, right? Well, there's not well different regions, regions yeah. of the world right. and made in different methods. Different methods, that's what I'm yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll do an episode on like sparkling wine methods. Or, okay, cool. Um, so yeah, when in doubt, get some bubbles. Also, you know what I want to try to do this year is maybe sabering. What? Have you ever sabered? 
Oh, we should do that. Should we savor? Yeah, but we I don't want to do it on a nice, nice bottle because you like lose so much of the shit. You can go buy a bottle from Wegmans and yeah. just go do it. Yeah. A couple we of should, them. We, we should like do that as an activity this yeah, year. That'd be cool. That'd we be should fun. Do it. Yeah, we yeah. should. All right. Wait, okay. do we, have, we, we need to get a saber, don't we? Or You can, can do it. Oh my gosh. And I've seen these videos of people lately doing like the bottom of a wine glass. You can use a really sharp knife. Really? Mm-hmm. We should definitely do that. But let's be careful, but let's do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, okay, so my next tip, I would say it's always smart to have a variety of wines um, because you're probably going to have a lot of different people there that like different things. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it hurts to have a couple white options. Even rosé goes really great with you know your cranberry sauce and your turkey and a couple red options. Mm-hmm. My personal palette, I love to do like a champagne, maybe a glass of white, and then move on to the reds. Um, but yeah, I, I would recommend, you know, a, a Chardonnay, like a Chablis. Mm, those because are it's good. not going to be super, yeah. it's not going to be really oaky. It's not going to be buttery. It's going to be lighter. Um, ha- still has some complexity and, and structure to the body, but it's not going to be your heavy, buttery, oaky Napa Chardonnay that's going to overpower now i like that intense i like that recommendation so like i want you to kind of think back to your i don't know your your young younger self when you were like very very new to wine Mm -hmm. and think about you know what kind of wines your friends may have liked when you first started drinking wine or people who are not as experienced in wine because also there may be somebody out there who doesn't really drink wine but may want to have something to look like they're sophisticated at thanksgiving with the rest of the family what could they possibly drink and maybe like it? Because wine is an acquired taste. You have to build it up over years and years and years. Even we built our, our taste buds up yeah. to like certain things. But I remember early on when I was young, we used to drink those sweet ass Moscatos. Yeah, but I would legit recommend a Chablis, a Chablis. because here's why. Like, or a rosé. A lot of, yeah, or a rosé maybe. Mm-hmm. I Because a lot of people will say, I hate Chardonnay, right? Yeah. Okay, well, that meet your, yeah. because you're probably saying you hate that buttery, mm-hmm. oaky, intense Chardonnay. Right. But if you go into your local wine shop and ask for a Chablis, it is going to be a really approachable Chardonnay Mm -hmm. um, that so many people love. And if you don't like that oaky buttery, then you probably will like the Chablis. It's nice and acidic. It's crisp. It's tasty. Um, So I would totally recommend that as a white option. Now, thinking back to your younger self, would you like Chablis when you first yes. started drinking wine? Okay, great. Yeah. Chablis, exactly. a rosé. Um, yeah, yeah. rosé. So, I mean, yeah. rosé, you can go all a types Crawford, of rosé. <laughs> you could do Sauv yeah. Blanc, but then I worry with the Sauv Blanc. It's so light and has like all those tropical fruit notes and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it could get a little overpowered by all of the food at Thanksgiving. So I wouldn't really recommend a Sauvignon Blanc. Well, since my family is coming here, do you recommend we try to get them all drunk? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's already going to happen. I don't think we need to plan that out. I think that's just going to happen. I don't know um, why I said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But let me go ahead and just get into the reds because okay, the reds are where it's at. I feel like for the meal. However, you do not want to go really intense and heavy with your reds for the Thanksgiving table. You... You know, turkey, again, a little bit of a lighter meat. You've got all these different things on the table. So you don't want something that's super full body and high in tannins because, you know, it's going to overpower all of that. 
food and it's just not gonna go well with it. So I always recommend something, a red that's more food friendly. And so a food friendly red is gonna be something that's a little lighter in body, um, pretty fruit forward, lower in tannins, higher in acidity. Um, So the number one Thanksgiving wine that all experts would recommend is Beaujolais. Um, and I don't care how overrated this is or how many times people say you should have Beaujolais for Thanksgiving. I'm going to say it every single year because it's always good. Um, so Beaujolais is made from the Gamay grape and it's from France and they have a few different types of Beaujolais that you can get. Um, something really cool that they do every single year is Beaujolais Nouveau. This is a really, really light style of Beaujolais, very, very fruit forward. It's always released on the third Thursday in November. So it's another reason why everyone is like, oh, this is a great Thanksgiving wine because it's released um, on, on that day. Wait, so, explain that. Do you mean released on that day for the whole year or? So, so they harvested mm-hmm. the Gamay grapes mm-hmm. for Beaujolais Nouveau this year, 2022. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. And yeah. it's released already in November. Oh, wow. So it was just harvested a few months ago. Yeah. So that should tell you already. It's a very light, fruity, I, okay. you know, uh, not, yeah. not oaky or anything like that. So it is really, really, Nice. Um, that's called Beaujolais Nouveau um, and really affordable as well. So you're going to get, you know, the red berry fruit notes, maybe some carbonic maceration notes like banana or cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's great. But you can also find Beaujolais that are more structured and age worthy. Um, so you can look for some of my favorites would be like a Morgan, um, M-O-R-G-O-N or Moulin Avant. Um, so those are a couple Beaujolais. Um, I also love Fleury. These are different, um, areas in Beaujolais that you guys can look for. Um, so I would always recommend that. I really don't think you can go wrong cause it's super light, delicious, um, complex, fruity, all the things. Yum. That sounds delicious. So now my so, other recommendation for a red, okay. um, if you don't want to try a Beaujolais and some, you know, some people Beaujolais is maybe a little too light, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe a little too fruity mm-hmm. or they don't love that carbonic maceration note, which some people get like bubble gum and things like that. It's a, it's a unique one. Um, but Pinot Noir yes, is a great yeah. one. Easy. You can find it anywhere. We all know it's a lighter red, lower tannins, high acidity, um, ages a lot quicker than other reds so you know you might get more earthy notes in that wine so pinot noir is great as well it's going to go with a lot of things on your table easy drinking another one i'd recommend especially for virginia wine lovers is cab franc um again all those same characteristics maybe more towards your like your medium body depending on the year and vintage um but yeah that would be about cab I would not do a cab sauve. Really? For really. Thanksgiving? Maybe like a Virginia cab sauve because those are really light. Uh-huh. I mean, if it's like a wet year cab sauve from Virginia, maybe. Yeah. But I wouldn't do anything either that's like too high in tannin and alcohol and aged in oak because it's just, it's going to be really overpowering for all that food. For all the food. Interesting. I mean, I'm going to, I'm sorry, I'm going to have a cab, cab soft for Thanksgiving at some point, but. Maybe after the meal. Okay. 
All right. <laughs> so yeah. let's, um, yeah, so those are like three reds that I would recommend. Beaujolais, Beaujolais Pinot Noir, Franc. Cabernet Franc. Okay. Um, there's so many other ones out there, um, especially just, you know, you think of all of Europe and all over the world. There's a lot of different styles of wines, but um, those are the three very easily accessible wines that I would recommend. Have you seen any recipes for Thanksgiving that use wine as like a base or as like a um, a marinade? Hmm. I haven't seen any. No, okay. maybe like for gravy though. Yeah, I was thinking maybe something like a we red can wine incorporate. gravy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That'd be yummy. It's something cool. That I just think this like year. Beaujolais yeah. is so fun because I, you know, homemade cranberry sauce, mm. bringing out those cranberry red fruity notes in the wine. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on to dessert. Okay. Let's do it. Pumpkin pie. Sweet potato pie. Apple pie. Apple pie. I don't know what we're going to have for dessert this year, though. I might have my mom work on that. Or do you I want mean, something in particular? Uh, I might make like an apple pie or an apple crisp. Apple crisp sounds good. Something apple-y to me sounds also good. Also that, um, what is that thing your mom always makes? The fruit. Uh, fruit fruit pizza. Fruit pizza. Yeah, that, that was good Should last I make year. a fruit? Wait. What? Did she make that? Well, two years. Was it? She made that one year I was at her, her house down in South Carolina. I could yeah. make a fruit pizza. It's like a giant sugar cookie with like cream cheese frosting and fruit. And fruit. Yeah. So good. It's excellent. Ooh, that's a good idea. Do that. Yeah. Okay. And then so, I'll, I'll eat the, Go ahead. Sorry. I would say if we had a fruit pizza, mm-hmm. I would pair that with like a Moscato, Dosti. Yeah. Diazzi. Yeah. Um, what'd you do that? Diazzi. No, Dosti. You know, it's funny when I was in my <laughs> earlier years of drinking Diasti? wine, I would always drink Moscato Diasti, the apostrophe, whatever, Asti. Asti. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you would. Yeah, that's what, that was my drink of choice. See, that's <laughs> like actually, what's your drink of choice? <laughs> Spagliato. Um, Moscato Diazzi. <laughs> yeah. No, Moscato Dosti. I mean, I think m- just the term Moscato has a bad rap, mm-hmm. but Moscato Dosti is the type of Moscato, if you're going to drink one, that's the type to get because that's the higher quality um, good one. I actually have one. So that would be really Ooh. good. So I was elevating my taste bud a little you bit were. from Moscato to you Moscato Diazzi. You were. <laughs> yeah. So... That would be a good one if we did like a fruit pizza or something Mm -hmm. lighter. Um, But I would say in general for most people that are going to do like your pies and um, things like that, I think I'm going to break out our Vinsanto. So we have a couple different Vinsantos. We have, well, I just got sent a new Vinsanto del Chianti. Uh Um, We have another Vinsanto from the Tuscany region. We have one from... Uh, Greece. So for those of you that don't know, Vinsanto is a, a dessert wine. It's very sweet and it's made from grapes that are laid out in the sun for a really long time. Remember how we saw you those saw grapes that in, in Greece? Greece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's called Vinsanto. Um, and yeah, so really sweet, concentrated dessert wine. My biggest thing here is just sweet with sweet. Right. Like yeah. you don't want to ha- take a bite of apple pie and have a big Cabernet Sauvignon sip after that. Like that's not going to go well at all. The yeah. tannins, the high alcohol, the just all of the things are wrong. Florence. Florence, Florence honey. Not barking, honey. We need to start Ooh, putting I, her away. Can you go get her yeah. while I continue yeah. to talk about this? Here we go. Sit down. <laughs> sit down, honey. Oh, the mm. joys of having a vocal puppy. Why don't you sit down, baby? Um, so Vinsanto, look out for that. Another specific dessert wine um, that's really yummy is Sauterne. 
Sauterne actually comes from the Bordeaux region of France, and this is typically made with uh, semillon. Um, it's a botrytis, like noble rot uh, way of making the wine. So really, really sweet grapes as well that are turned into dessert wine. And that's going to give you flavors of like the honey, caramel, hazelnut, um, which would go really well with like an apple pie or something like that. Yeah. What else? What else? Um, Virginia specific, Petit Man saying, um, if you don't want like a full on dessert wine, Petit Man saying is great because it has just a touch of that residual sugar in it. So um, it's still pretty light, but has that touch of sweetness to stand up to it. Um, if you just kind of want something light again and yeah, or with the fruit pizza, a Riesling would be really good. Oh, I haven't had a Riesling in a while. Yeah, like an off-dry or like a Wurzdemeiner. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I could actually go on and on about like off-dry to sweet styles that would be great with desserts. But that is mainly what I would recommend is just go for something that's not 100% bone dry because you want to pair with sweet with sweet. Babe, those were, are you done? Are those, those are excellent I think I'm done. recommendations. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to write, so you are a blog about this stuff? So I yeah. do have a Thanksgiving wine blog post up, but it's a little outdated. So I'm going to make a new one. So um, stay up to date by following my Instagram, Carolyn Coving, and I will be posting my updated one very soon. Awesome. Well, thank you, American Wine Girl, for that information. I'm sure a lot of our listeners will appreciate that. It was no good problem. stuff. No yeah. Let me know what you guys are sipping on for Thanksgiving or if you need specific producer Mm -hmm. recommendations, I can send some your way. Um, But yeah, or check out my blog post. Great. Okay, we will talk to you guys very soon. I'm excited for our next episode. We're going to have a fun guest on. Yeah. Um, So we will chat to you guys. Next time. Thanks, (laughs) guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.